moika! Hey! Welcome to our podcast, Mastering Finland. I'm Jean and I'm from California. I'm Petra and I'm from the Czech Republic. We're here to chat about our life in Finland. Hi everybody, welcome back to our podcast and today I have a great guest, Sini Korpinen, who is the host of Politburo podcast about Finnish politics and she's actually a candidate in the municipal election for the Kokomus party this this year. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I'm and thank you those, so much. I'm one yeah. of those people that uh, that's crazy enough to also be running for election, so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, you are brave. I don't think that I'll ever be brave enough to be able to do that. But yeah, good luck. So today, basically, I invited you so we could talk about the municipal election and what does it mean for foreigners? Because actually foreigners, certain foreigners are eligible to vote in these elections. So could you tell us a bit about um, what is municipal elections and what is maybe the difference between municipal municipal elections and parliamentary elections? Yeah, sure. So in municipality elections, you select the local council that's making the local city or municipality council that's making basically the decisions on the, on the local level. And in Finland, the municipalities have a lot of power. They are allowed to... Um, make their own independent decisions when it comes to, you know, schooling or, or education and so forth. Uh, like, of course, the government gives you some and the law gives you some kind of guides. And, and you know, these are the things that you have to do. And these are the services you have to produce. But the way that they are produced is is pretty much in the municipality's hands. So this is the election where we select those people to the city councils to make the decisions. And in the parliamentary election, of course, you you um, select or you elect the lawmakers, but here here you make the elect the decision makers to the local level. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. And I think it's just really interesting how in Finland the municipality has such a power because, for example, in my country, in Czech Republic and its European Union, it's completely different. And very, basically the municipality is like, has almost no power when it comes to de- making decisions. And it's really it's really cool how like municipalities decide about schools, which, which yeah, it, it makes us, I think, such a difference. Because, of course, the, Finland is such a huge country and it makes difference if you live in south or north and what are the conditions and the culture as well a bit. Mm. So that's that's really nice that that is happening and that people have chance to, to vote for it. So who is eligible for to vote in these elections? Well, of course, if you're a citizen uh, of Finland or another member state of the European Union, as well as uh, Iceland or, and Norway, and if you're 18 and you have been um, been here uh, uh, and you're a resident in that municipality or have been resident for 55 days, fifty uh, one days before the election, then you're eligible to vote. Also, other foreigners from outside the European Union or outside Iceland and Norway, if they have been, um, if if they have had 
municipality of re- residence in Finland for an un- uninterrupted period of two years. And uh, those people that are employed by the European Union or an international organization based he- based in Finland. So basically, if you're from the European Union and you have been here uh, for 51 days in the same municipality, then you can vote. Or if you're from another country outside European Union and you have been here uninterrupted un- for two years, then you're allowed to vote too. So I think this is something um, people don't uh, maybe know that they are eligible to vote. Yeah, 100%. And I don't think I would have even like noticed that the election is happening unless I got the letter because I received the letter that was saying, telling me, oh, yeah, there is these elections happening. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's actually happening and I'm actually eligible to vote for it. But yeah, if I if I haven't gotten the letter, I don't think I would have even like noticed that. Okay, yeah, I can actually like make my voice heard in a way. Mm, and I think it's a really nice way because uh, the fact that on the local level we are deciding about so many services that actually affect the everyday life of everyone in that municipality, I think it's very nice that even if you don't have the citizenship, you can vote. Uh, because I, I think there's a great idea behind it, like sort of like these things are affecting you and we are we are sort of, um, uh, we understand that you want to be a resident here and we respect that and we want you to have a say in how the things are done in the local level. So I think there's a very nice idea and philosophy behind behind this. Yeah, I totally agree. And as a foreigner, it makes you feel a bit more like integrated and a bit more as a part of the community and as part of Finland. And even though in some other situations it might not be the case, but it is very important to be included, as as you said, in a in a decision making that is basically sort of affecting your daily life. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny uh, that in Finland the um, the elections that we are most likely to vote in is presidential election. And presidential election, like president in Finland, has been uh, reduced to such a role where, of course, you have a lot lot to say in, in like value matters and, of course, uh, in the foreign policy as well. But uh, does, does the president of Finland affect our everyday life? Well, not so much. But then still it's the, you know, we are very likely to vote in those elections. And in the municipal, uh, in the municipality elections, the, the voting percentage is really low. Actually, it's under 60%. So I think, wow. I think um, it's funny that in that election where it probably affects you the most, we are not very likely to vote. But in the election, yeah. that doesn't really have an effect on our lives we, we are very likely to vote. Yeah, that definitely. That's, that's a funny side, like psychological, I think, side of why why is that happening. But yeah, but um, could you tell us a bit more about what kind of parties there exist in Finland and how many of them there are and how maybe where can we learn about them more to know who would we want to vote for? Mm. Well, if I... Um 
if I come to this question from the from the point of view of like the parliament, for example, we have nine different parties in the parliament. We have uh, right wing parties such as uh, National Coalition Party and League and Nut. I don't know what it's in English like movement now or <laughs> or yeah. some something like that. And then um, uh, we have the Center Party, which is in the government, and the SDP, the Social Democrats, are in the government as well. And and the Left Party or the Left Alliance, the Green Party, and the Swedish People's Party. Uh, they are in the government, and then there's True Finns, which is the national uh, populists that we have here. So, um, so basically, those part. I'm forgetting someone. Yes, the Christian Democrats, will, which, which is also part of part of the opposition. Well, one uh, place where you can find out about which kind of parties there are in the bar- parliament is, of course, the website of the parliament, where where each of these. Uh, groups are are um, introduced, and and you can read more about those. Uh, but of course, we have other parties as well, as well, smaller parties which are not in the parliament, uh, such as the Liberal Party, and uh, we we do have, for example, a Communist Party here, but they are really really low, <laughs> and they are not voted. For example, the the Finnish Communist Party uh, gained. 0.8 percent mm-hmm. of, of all the votes in Helsinki last uh, last time so they are not uh, and they don't have any any uh, spots in the in the city council so you know it's it's very very small but uh, but yeah so so you can read about these parties um, you can find out which parties are in the parliament if you go to the parliament's website and of course uh before the election you can start seeing all the ads you it's a um the there will be these these big frames coming up and each party will get their lists to the frame and and that's where you can see see all the parties that are um having uh some some candidates in the municipality that you're living in yeah so Yeah. Okay. And uh, so then there is the municipal. Uh, then there is sorry the the parties, and then then you have individual candidates within the parties. Yes. So how can I find a suitable sort of candidate for my mindset? Let's say, is there any like I don't know quiz, you know, questionnaire that would be like you would answer a few question and it would be like yeah, this is your top ten people who you should vote for based on your answers or something like that. Yeah. Uh, this is something that we Finns are really poor at. For example, I have not answered any singer, single. Um, we have this. We call them election machines, where you can answer different kind of questions, and then you put in your answers, and what you get is like these five five candidates are the most suitable for you. But I haven't uh, answered to any uh, English speaking uh, like. Um, voting machines yeah. like that so i think it's it's actually i think it's really hard for someone who doesn't speak english to uh find out who would be the best to best candidate for you because we don't have a lot of information about our candidates in english of course it's all it's well it's a question of some some candidates have information in english as well but um i do understand that that is really hard to get that information But um, perhaps uh, if I were here as a foreigner, what I would do is that I would probably 
look which party suits me the best. And then I would look at the people, you know, if, if I wanted to vote for a woman, if I wanted to vote for a younger person or a man or, or someone with uh, my age, who's my age and so forth, I would probably pick some. And then I would just like send a message to send them saying like, what do you think about this and what do you think about that? And then see who would be suitable Yeah, I forgot about this this very like equal state of people that you can actually send a message to somebody like that and they could actually apply because I think I quite often forget about this like equality and the like rare hierarchy that you see within Finland and then I'm like, oh, should I contact this person? Probably they're never going to reply. It's not going to happen. But then you try it and then you're so surprised that this has this is going to happen and I would never think of contacting contacting somebody who's running for election to be asking them questions even though as you said it now it makes sense and it should be like that 100 but yeah it's just funny how how that's such a different different mindset that i've lived here for more than five years and i'm still sometimes like my old sort of culture and and habits kick in and then i forget about how how good this is in finland I, I actually used to work for a party. I actually used to work for the National Coalition Party or the Kokomus in Finnish, like you said. Um, and I was working as a political secretary. So I, my my very <laughs> uh, nice one of one of the things that I did was that I I answer I answered to all emails that came to the party. So uh, we were in the government back then. So you can just imagine like the amount of uh, opinions and, and, you know, questions that people had to our party. And, and every day I would use hours of my time just to answer to those people. And they would be mad and they would be sad. And some <laughs> of them would even be kind, like, you're doing great. Koko almost keep, keep going. <laughs> But mo- most of the people that, you know, sent us emails were not that, They were not that happy, I must say. But yeah, that's true. Like, like I was also working as a special advisor for for a minister, and if someone sent her a message, we did reply to to everything. I think, and I think that's a nice nice part of of Finland, where you know our members of the parliament and our uh, you know ministers are sitting in a in a you know. Uh, ratika in there or or a bus yeah. and and they are just just like us in that sense so i like like and it's creating um, a feeling of you know us being in the common you know we ha- we have a common goal in in some sense and we are oi, part of the same group in that sense so i i do like it as well Yeah, yeah, and I think I, I noticed that even with celebrities, that you can just like meet them randomly, and they're just on metro, and yeah. you know, if they're amazing, they'll think you, and you're like, oh my god, is this that person? Okay, okay, she just sits there, normal, completely normal. Whether in some other countries, you would be like surprised, like really, really surprised, and here it's sort of like normal normal part of your life to see like these you know celebrities politicians and these like sort of that you think of them as like they are something higher higher than the normal population but but here it's 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 really nice that it 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 Finland keeps it equal and and it's very important part and it's something I value a lot about Finland And sometimes it's even like absurd. Like uh, there was this really, really famous actor, and and why once I saw 
him going go into the daycare or the you know the kindergarten and come out with two small kids and it was so fun to see that he had just like he had the same problems as I did like kids are complaining that dad I'm hungry I hate everything <laughs> and you know I see see him dragging the kids down the street and I'm like oh yeah he's just like me <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And also, I remember actually that when the president, uh, there was some sort of, I think, uh, something happening at the university, and and then he just came and it was full, it was packed, but he just sat on the stairs, like on the floor, and he just sat there, and it like the picture just flew around the world, and everybody was like, oh my god, look at that Finnish president just sitting on the floor, you know, no so crazy like security, just there and like in a normal way. I had and this it, like really crazy experience because I published a book about crisis uh, communications last fall and we just randomly sent, I, I wrote it with a colleague of mine and we just randomly sent like invitations to the, you know, the book launch. And actually the former president of fin- Finland, Tarja Halonen came there and she was just wow. like, yeah, she came to the breakfast and she was explaining to me like, yeah, I live just here nearby and I saw from my balcony that you have breakfast here and I decided to come here. And <laughs> she was just sitting in the crowd and, and like asking questions like any other person like, yes, I'm. And, and he actually said, like, I'm a retired person from Hakaniemi <laughs> and I have a question about this book. And it was so surreal. Like, uh, and, yeah. And yeah, that's something I really love about Finland. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. And I, yeah, I've seen Tarja Halonen in so many different events and she's just yeah, like a normal, normal behaving person. And you would not even know that she was a president at some point and you would be like, yeah, just like a normal normal person here with us and she was actually like even though she's in a completely different party than i am i actually have like a very strong it was my first political uh like um the first touch i got to politics when she was elected to be the first female president of finland Mm. and i remember i was like 14 when that happened and I was looking at the, te- I, I was watching television in my parents' bedroom. And I was like, I, I remember being so um, anxious about if, if she's going to win or not. And I was looking at when they counted the votes and I was really excited about it. And when they said that Tarja Halonen is going to beat Esko Aho in this election, it was like, I remember it being so, it, it feeling like I was so exhilarated about a female president and I was like I was 14 and I went to my parents like oh my god and my dad who has never voted for some reason which I don't get was like was like oh my god you're turning one of one one of into one of those political people <laughs> but that, but yes that was my first first like touch to politics yeah it's such an inspirational thing that you are so like early on with having a female president and I mean in my country it hasn't happened yet so so I'm you know patiently waiting patiently waiting hopefully one day (laughs) my country will get there well you know I'm a member of a party which sadly has never elected a female chairperson Mm. which I find find really I think it's and they people in my party are always saying like you know when we get a good enough L- candidate then we then it will happen and i'm like yeah well i'm not going to hold my breath 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we have to keep working hard and harder than, than, than the male population. And we're going to get there. We're going to get true. there eventually. Yeah. So uh, let's get back to the voting and voting process. So how can a person, you know, whatever foreigner or, mm-hmm. or Finnish citizen register for, for the voting mm-hmm. and where does it take place? Um, my understanding is that you don't have to register because we keep a book of the people that are here. So if you have, if you have stated that you're staying here, that's enough. And then you get the letter to your home saying that you, you have a right to vote. And there, there are, um, day days when you can vote in advance. And then there's the, you know, the, you know, main voting day. And if you vote in advance, you can go to any voting site. It doesn't have to be the voting site that you have in the paper where mm-hmm. it says that you this is where you vote. You can go to anywhere, any place, and all you have to do is that you have your ID with you. And um, you go in, and then you show your ID, and your information is in the database, and they find it from there, and they give you the, the you know, the voting. Oh, I lost the word like the yeah is it like a just like a paper yeah like a ticket like a voting (laughs) ticket ticket. yeah yeah and then you go into a voting uh booth and then you write the number there and they have like very clear instructions what kind of numbers they have to be be Mm -hmm. careful with the one and the seven which are a pretty a little alike and then you go back uh you go outside from the booth And then there's someone that's gonna stamp your ticket, and then uh, they are going to give you. They're going to print a paper where it says that you have voted on this day and this day, and you have to sign it. And then you put it to an envelope, which is closed, and the envelope is put to a to a box, and and yeah. that's it. So if you vote in advance, you can do it anywhere. But if you vote on the main day, you have to go to the place where where which is written to the paper which you get to your home so that's yeah. pretty that's pretty easy i think and i like voting it in advance because well it's not so crowded <laughs> of course and then also if you're you know you're going to the post office or you're going to the library you can just do it on your way there and and there yeah. are a lot of voting voting stations and actually Now with the COVID nineteen, uh, actually today the government says said that, um, or the Ministry of of Justice said that um, she's going to discuss this with the other party leaders and other party se- secretaries to see what the parties think about moving the elections because of COVID nineteen. But I understand that they are not going to make at least they are not going to make a unanimous decision out of it because the truth is uh, actually said today that they're not going to have it that they don't want the elections to be mm-hmm. be be moved to to autumn due this pandemic yeah. so i mean yeah maybe it can be sort of spread a bit apart so there is like a longer period of voting or some you know other alternative like that so it doesn't have to be cancelled necessarily but maybe given a bit more of space so the places don't get as crowded as as they tend to get during yeah. during voting what they could do is that they could um they could put up several uh, bo- uh voting stations 
I'm under the impression that if you want to prolong the period of voting in, in advance, you actually have to make a law about it. So they oh. that's why I, I don't think it's very I don't think it's very likely for them mm-hmm. to do so because it, it takes time. But what they could do is that they could um, make more voting stations and that could ease this problem. And it's been, I, I can see it in my Twitter bubble that it's been uh, like a subject of debating, like why are they not thinking about these? And if they are thinking about how to how to make it easier, then why aren't they not talking about it and so forth? So we it remains to be seen what happens with the election. But I will I guess they're probably gonna make the decisions this like pretty soon because yeah. the election is only one and a half months away. So Yeah, let's see what's gonna happen. But yeah. Um and then when you vote and your vote is in, everything is done, and then the counting happens. So what sort of, how do they choose the people? Is there some sort of like ratio of how many people from which party are represented in the council? Or is it the most voted people only? Or how yeah. how, how does that work? Well, yes. So there's, a, uh, after they count the votes, they see which party has gotten the most of the or which party has gotten how much of the votes and that's how they that's how the quotas of how many people from the list get elected mm-hmm. um, is created and and for example if if uh, a certain party in Helsinki gets like 25 seats then the 25 seats are going to the people on that list to, to, to the 25 people that gained most votes on mm-hmm. that list so first they see which parties are going to get how many places or spots in the in the council and then after that is done then then who's going to be elected from that party. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, so I'm just thinking if there's anything we forgot or haven't haven't mentioned is there anything you can you can think of that we haven't covered or said? Well, no, I I find it always very <laughs> exciting to see what's go- going to happen and on the on the election day what happens is that all the voting stations uh, close uh, when it's uh, when the when it's eight o'clock in the evening and after that the uh, the votes that are being being cast in advance, they are being counted, and then they are going to show how how the votes that were given in advance uh, have been split, and then then from from there on they they keep telling uh, or they keep counting and you know updating the situation. Of course, it's not as like. We Finns are not very good at like this fun and games section. So, so the comments are always very stoic <laughs> ones. Like, yes, yes, I like how it's going, and and uh, yes, I want to thank the people that made this happen and so forth. But it's not like it's not like a crazy, <laughs> crazy uh, fun and games show. But I I always find it really very exciting, and I really do hope that people, first of all, that anyone that can vote actually uses their right to vote, I think is really important. And also um, the fact that if you don't know who to vote, then think about like the values that you have and um, 
try and ask from your Finnish friends that which could be the party that fits my values and then go on from there because I think it's really important that people actually use their right to vote. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, just go go to vote people. It's very important. So, you know, the people we don't want to make, like people we don't want that they make decisions about us are not there. And there are the people that we want that to make decisions about us. Exactly. And if you want to know more about this election and who can who can vote and how it's actually done, there's a there's a page called called valit.fi. So V-A-A-L-I-T dot F-I. And there you can select uh, to get the information in English. And it's a very comprehensive site. So V-A-A-L-I-T dot F-I. So if you go there, you can find all this information and vote, vote, vote. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Vote, vote, vote. And good luck with with choosing the candidates and and the party suitable for you. And good luck to you as well, because you are all a candidate. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. So good luck. And thank you so much for for coming to the podcast and making it a bit more clear about how how does it work and how can we foreigners vote if it was our first time or or we've never done that before. So, yeah, thanks a lot. And thank you for having me. It was perfect. And and yeah, have a nice day and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts and other podcast providers. For more information, follow our Instagram at mastering.finland.podcast, subscribe to our monthly newsletter and keep an eye on our website masteringfinland.com. Have a nice day and good luck with your own Mastering Finland story. Bye.